0: 2nd, or 27th, uh, 2024. I'm your uh, local WEF uh, global elitist, Jorge.
1: And I believe 2024 is Bernie Sanders' comeback year. I'm Savannah.
0: What? Oh, wow. This is weird. Is that funny? It's pretty good. Yeah, that's fine. I was just like caught off guard. Yeah. All right. That was a new one. All right. That's fine. Hello. (laughs) We're back. Sorry. We had to take some time off. Um... We had a bit of an epiphany. We had a
1: breakdown. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I had a breakdown last week and it just didn't, I don't know. We were left with wondering what we are as a show. Um, Existential It was an existential issue. It really was though about the show, correct? I think we, were we busy as well? But it was mostly that we didn't, we felt like we couldn't enter the show without, I guess we should have talked about this prior to, but do you want to go into what we're going to? No, Why we went to the epiphany oh you haven't done anything i don't have
1: no i don't i mean i don't have a a laid out
0: okay well thing. we had an epiphany of the show um and we really had to sit back and, and contemplate what our purpose is of the show um we realized that potentially this may not suit our our skills um <laughs> and we might move on from the show entirely um, our potential next step this is, is our, hold on. Our potential next step is we might start reviewing pornography.
1: Yeah, this is our two week notice. This is change.
0: our yeah two week notice. There, this is the last episode, folks. No, no. one's listening again. <laughs> no one listens, anyways. Who gives a shit? But whatever. Anyway, sorry that that was bother me. Um. No. Anyway, uh, but it's good to be back. We will we will try to maintain a more. Uh, consistent. consistent schedule. is just last week was a bit of a, a tur- turmoil weekend to to record and whatnot. We were ready. Yeah, I would it, say, right? It happens. It's fine. It just it happens. But on that note, we got some uh, we got some trouble in the Red Sea again.
2: Breaking, news tonight, missile, fire, danger- Breaking news tonight: Iranian militants striking a British ship with a missile. That ship now on fire and in danger. tonight: Iranian militants striking a British ship with a missile. That ship now on fire and in danger of sinking tonight. The Iranian-backed Houthi militants striking a British oil tanker, setting it ablaze. A U.S. ship rushing to answer the distress call. Here's Martha Raddatz.
3: Tonight, a troubling escalation. Iran-backed Houthi rebels attacking a British oil tanker in the Gulf of Aden, leaving the ship ablaze and reportedly at risk of sinking. The crew abandoning the tanker. Tonight, the dist-
0: By the way, I I am working on something, and I tried working on it over the week, over the work week.
1: You're working on a theory?
0: Uh, no, no. I'm, let me finish. How about that? Uh, I'm thinking about doing a compilation of all the Houthi strikes and the same, like, I'm starting to pick up that ABC has the exact same intros for every single show.
1: Oh, that's a theory.
0: No, no. That's, how is that? It's a theory? a theory. How is that a theory? What what theory does that represent?
1: You think that they have the same intros? No, they do.
0: It's you want to prove theory. it? It's not. No, no, no. It's it's like oh, man. Okay, you're so
1: you want to put together a compilation of all their intros and show how similar they are.
0: No, it's just funny. It it's it's just it's like it's saying like I think they're running out of phrasing.
1: Well, yeah. To how say the do you same thing, it,
0: it's mostly comedic it, it's like just by the way like there there's not that they're saying the same thing there's no theory behind it it's just okay. the script's the same that's all okay. it's just more humorous than it is i
1: look forward to
3: listening to it
0: okay how peaceful of you will continue <laughs> to play
3: for your uss carney and a french warship are on their way to assist the marlin luanda damaged by an anti-ship
0: i need to go back because i i could have sworn they said something else but hang on
3: Tonight, the destroyer USS Kearney and a French warship are on their way to assist the Marlin Luanda, damaged by an anti ship ballistic missile. Who the uh, rebels have yeah. launched nearly three-
1: an anti ship ballistic missile? Is that what that Just,
3: phrasing is?
0: Yeah, anti ship ballistic missile.
3: Shouldn't it have
1: blown up if it's
3: an oil tanker? Hold on. Three dozen attacks on commercial and Navy ships to show solidarity with Palestinians in Gaza, the chairman of the joint chief. By the
0: way, that's a hell of a way, um, of showing solidarity. Yeah. Just messing up the supply chain.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Causing chaos, lighting shit on fire. We're in solidarity. Ships up. Taking hostages. Yeah. We got a TikTok star on, on, on that one of those ships, the galaxy that, uh, like since it's, it's, uh, when the Houthis commandeered it mm-hmm. and they have the crew hostage, which they still can't find, and I thought for sure they would have already released those hostages. Um this one guy who I guess looks like he was in Saltburn. Salt Salt the, Oh, the movie? Yeah, is that what it's called? Salt salt Burn? Burn? Saltburn, Saltburn. Yeah, yeah, that he looks like a, a Middle Eastern version of one of those actors, I guess. Um okay. and I forget, but anyway, uh I don't know what was going on with that. Um
1: He's on a ship.
0: He's on a ship. To be so, attacked by the yeah,
1: Houthis?
0: He was the Houthis, apparently. Oh. And now it's a tourist attraction for all Middle Easterners to come visit.
1: To visit his ship?
0: The ship. It's not his ship.
1: The ship that he blew up?
0: He didn't blow up. He just. But he was they, on? He was on. He just commandeered it with his buddies.
1: Where? Wh- what? You know this. Where is it stationed in for the, it to be a tourist attraction?
0: In the Gulf.
1: It's just
3: floating there? It's
0: just anchored, yeah.
3: I'm so confused.
0: I'll play a video about that
1: later. Okay.
3: He's telling me today that by the way,
0: we didn't go into your Bernie stuff. You, you laid out, that's where you should have entered, by the way.
1: Oh, I have nothing about Bernie. It was just about the the presidential candidates. So what did Bernie stuff? have to do with that? Because he's not there.
0: <laughs> uh, I should have asked more questions.
3: The nine retaliatory strikes the U.S. has already carried out against the Houthis are designed so as not to cause a wider war. When you walk this fine line of not wanting it to escalate, what would you say to those people who are critics who would say, look, they're not being tough enough on these militants, they're not being tough enough on Iran?
0: Spank them.
4: I would also ask, do they want a broader conflict? Do you want us in a full-scale war? That's the goal is to, uh, to deter them, and we don't want to go down a path of greater escalation that uh, drives to a much
1: broader uh, conflict.
0: You want us to fuck them up? Did, is that what you want? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> did they ever say that? Yeah. Did they
1: ever mention that they would like to go into a war? Would no, you he's like like us the us one bringing it yeah. up. <laughs> you want us to fight them?
0: We'll do it. Bring we'll do it right on. now. We, we're ready for it.
3: And I'm ready. don't want to
0: go
4: down a path of greater escalation that no. uh, drives to a much broader conflict.
0: Oh, no, of course, of course not. not. Yeah. <laughs>
3: What is clear tonight is that deterrence is thus far not working. And in fact, these attacks on commercial ships are only getting worse.
0: Man, they're making every excuse to just, they're itching to get in this, man. Uh, Yeah, they keep
1: dropping the like, should we do war? Oh my God.
0: (laughs) But you know what's funny? Did you say war? It's every, it's now every damn YouTuber that's, that's on. Granted, you know, I heard someone say that, that YouTuber or YouTube uh, is, is the Gen X's version of television. Uh, which I kind of believe now yeah, that I'm, now I've that I realize, that. yeah, I buy that too. Which is not great. We, no. we should we should be watching other stuff. <laughs> uh, there's there's more on the internet than just YouTube.
1: It, sure. Um,
0: but it it is entertaining to see uh, YouTubers and content creators create uh, and develop these. Are we on the brink of war? Is it really in our benefit? It's like all of this all of a sudden is popping up as if Iran is, well. Is potentially at fault, and that, that that is true, right? To to the most extreme, at least they do fund
5: mm-hmm. uh,
0: some terrorist organizations, sure, but sure, <laughs> but but, eh. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, uh, why would I trust? And or it seems like we're gonna get to the point of a Gulf of Tonkin type event. Uh, and if you know your history, Savannah. Oh, I was
1: really hoping you were not gonna ask me that.
0: Uh, I was really hoping you'd well you gotta learn. Uh <laughs>
1: okay. Can this be the history lesson? T- yeah. Or you want me to Google it?
0: No, I'll I'll tell you. Okay. It's it was during the Vietnam War that uh, supposedly a, a Vietnamese vessel or missile, I think, I forget one of the two. Um Nailed a U.S. Navy in there, and they've been itching to go to war. They were already in several other countries near Vietnam, and they were aiding the north, the south of Vietnam, wh- whichever the good side of the Vietnamese. <laughs> I guess we were backing. Okay. Um. And eventually, they're like, one day we're gonna get hit. We, you know, we're gonna get attacked, and and I, I don't know what we're gonna do. And and surely enough, they got hit by a destroyer, and it killed one person, mm. uh, supposedly. And they blamed it on 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 Ho Chi Minh and and group. That's the bad group, Savannah. Yeah, um I and, got that. And and what ended up happening is that 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 kicked us off into going into a a, a Vietnam War that lasted for many years. Um, and but so, it was
1: triggered by that that but, attack.
0: But it was faked, and that later came out that 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 oh. attack didn't happen, and that that is recorded. That's not like a theory. That's not. A yeah. game theory. Uh, that's not uh, that's conspiracy not theory. theory. It, it, no, it's not a conspiracy. It's it's that really did happen. Uh, Rogan talks about it all the time because that's the only piece of history he knows. Um, I have an itch with that guy. I, I'm going to figure out what it is, but it's maybe it's just been I don't know, whatever. Anyway, the Gulf of Tonkin uh, was faked. It was a justification after the war the same way we did WDMs in Iraq. Uh, we're, we're getting there. I mean, it, it, it's starting to feel further and further that we just need a reason to go in and you can see it in various other clips that I'll play you today. Uh, but let's finish up this, this NBC clip, uh, next step. I got to get off this window for a second. I'm sorry. All right. NBC. And then I got a Bloomberg after that. Do you have any hoofy shit or is this just what no, we're doing? That's
1: we can stick with you for a w- okay, little bit.
0: That's fine.
6: Some breaking news just into us just now, the crew of a break commercial break oil tanker in the Gulf of Aden is now in lifeboats after it was hit by a Houthi.
0: By the way, I do enjoy that I know kids my brother's age that are named Aiden. And, uh, I, it's a
1: popular name.
0: It's a popular name. I just, I hope the parents are like, oh my God, <laughs> just start panicking like, is
1: we named him Aiden, that's terrible.
0: Sorry. That was that was, it. That was I don't that.
1: I don't think people are going to think that.
0: No, I know that, but that's, you know, maybe they won't piece it together, but I do.
1: Yeah, but the Gulf of Aiden always existed before their kid did. Right, sure. Like, not always existed, but it's older than but their kid. But there's surely
0: one kid named Aiden out there that's getting made fun of cuz their parent their parents watch too much news.
1: Okay, for being named after the Gulf of Aiden.
0: I don't think there we there's worse jokes.
1: Yeah, I guess so
6: some breaking news just into us just now the crew of a commercial oil tanker in the Gulf of Aden is now in lifeboats after it was hit by a Houthi missile that lit the tanker on fire two U.S. defense officials are telling this to NBC News the attack appears to have caused the most serious damage to any of the ships hit by Houthi missiles since the Israeli Hamas war started we go now to NBC's Courtney Tooby who's following all of this Courtney what more are you learning
7: Yeah, so this ship was hit by an anti-ship cruise missile fired by the Houthis from Yemen earlier today. And it seems that it struck some sort of a tank area and caused this fire. The crew sent out a distress signal, and they started battling that fire, but Tom, what's not clear right now is whether the ship is seaworthy anymore. Defense officials think one of the reasons that the the crew may have moved into these lifeboats off the ship is because it actually contains this highly flammable liquid that's sort of like a crude oil, and there <laughs> is a very real concern if there's a
1: fire obviously near this flammable liquid, but the U.S. Uh, a US- yes. Besides, like, the ship being hit with a missile and being on on fire why else would they move into a lifeboat <laughs> yeah well, well there's a certain type of oil that it might be flammable it's, just, it's my point but it's a they yeah. so they didn't outright say it's an oil tanker no like the I, other one did no
0: and it's gonna get weird in a minute okay but it, I'll, you're, I'll you're, str- you're right though in. in the sense that that they don't there's their stories aren't just they're not aligning well and, no. but I think we're too scrambled. They sound
1: like different stories. They do. Like they don't sound like the same event. Oh,
0: just, just you wait. It's going to get weird. Okay. It, like, cause it, I had to look around for a bit to just, that's why I was screaming earlier, cause it was, it was bananas. But yeah, we'll, we'll finish off the clip. It's about 22 seconds left. That's sort of
7: like a crude oil. And there is a very real concern if there's a fire, obviously, near this flammable liquid. But the US, uh, a U.S. Navy ship is now on site, the USS Kearney, as well as a French frigate. And they're assessing the situation. But as you mentioned, this is not the first time that the Houthis have hit a commercial ship in the last not. several months with a missile. But this does appear at this point to be the most significant strike in terms of damage and impact on the ship that we've seen to date, Tom.
0: They've said that. before four but every every single step is is something worse
1: aren't in my mind if a ship is hit by a missile it can no longer float <laughs> so <laughs> so why why is this one the most significant damage
0: uh yeah i'm not sure out
1: of all the ships hit by missiles all the damn ships <laughs> like how big are these missiles They're pretty big there's got to be like a giant hole in there right
0: yes um, by the way I do have a follow up before we continue uh, Is your Clips ep- listed episode 14 Yeah you don't even know what episode We're on do you no we are on episode we're 14 We're on episode 15
1: no because we were going to do Episode 14 last week but we didn't
0: You're right <sighs> Okay
1: Sorry trying to call me out I was Unbelievable. sorry okay
0: that's fine uh, Last clip if I Can get my clips open Da-da-da.
5: Well, this story is rich, as I understand it. This is
0: Bloomberg, by the way.
5: This story is rich, as I understand it. The tanker is Russian-owned. What? Oops. Uh, I don't think the Houthis meant to do that, and it's quite amusing that the U.S. is trying to prevent tankers, maybe even including Russian tankers, from being hit by this uh, terror group uh, funded and trained by Iran. Um, What can we do? Uh, We can just hit the targets, and we're pretty good at this, uh, where the missiles are coming from. That's what we should be doing. This is international water and we are protecting shipping uh, in the Middle East and it's, it's the proper role of the United States. And sadly, uh, Iran is continuing its mischief along various borders of Israel and now also obviously in the Red Sea and the, the, uh, near Aden. So uh, I, I, you know, I applaud the Biden administration for doing the right thing.
7: Well, Jane, it's interesting to hear you describe this essentially as an accident, an oops, if you will, except this is an oops with incredibly high stakes. Is that not really the biggest risk with how tense things are in the Middle East right now is of miscalculation or or an accident
1: that turns into something much more severe? Anyway. That's that. Where are their sources? I like wh- who is telling them that it's a Russian ship? It is.
0: It, no, it's and so they both got it wrong. Uh, and I f- clicked out of my damn uh link that I had, but it it's it's British owned. That is correct, uh, okay. but it's it's Russian fuel.
1: <laughs> so so the U.S. has nothing to do with it. No, like the first two clips nope. said it was U.S. Yep, you want me to play it back?
2: That's insane. Breaking news tonight Iranian militants striking a British ship. No, British with a ship, missile. Oh. That ship now on fire and in danger of sinking tonight. The Iranian back. Okay, what
0: was an NBC?
6: Some breaking news just into us just now. The crew of a commercial oil tanker in the Gulf of Aden is now in lifeboats. After it was hit by a Houthi,
0: so So
1: they didn't even identify where it's from. It's just assumed that it's. And the funny thing about
0: NBC is that they didn't exactly disclose what it was, which I found it very interesting. Which I'll we'll have to skip through a little bit. But
6: this war started. We go now to NBC's Courtney Cubey, who's following all of this. Courtney, what more are you learning?
7: Yeah. So this ship was hit by an anti-ship cruise missile fired by the houthis from yemen earlier today and it seems that it struck some sort of a tank area and caused this fire the crew sent out a distress signal, and they started battling that fire. But, Tom, what's not clear right now is whether the ship is seaworthy anymore. Defense officials think one of the reasons that the, the crew may have moved into these lifeboats off the ship is because it actually contains this highly flammable liquid that's sort of like a crude oil. And there is a very real concern if there's a fire, obviously, near this flammable liquid. But the US, uh, a U.S. Navy ship is now on site, the USS Kearney, as well as a French frigate. And they're assessing the situation. But as you mentioned, this is not the first time that the Houthis have hit a commercial ship in the last several months with a missile. But this does appear at this point to be the most significant strike in terms of damage. Okay. And imp- so, so, yeah, sorry. Go for it.
1: Do you know what crude oil is?
0: Are you okay? I don't know what you're getting at. It's you're, just. It's a question. Yeah. Yes. Does it
1: use some sort of crude oil? It's
0: it's napith. Napith is what, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, by the way, but the this is from Reuters that everyone seems to be getting this. Well, Bloomberg tended or got that story from uh, the Yemenis rebels, uh, the Yemenis Houthi rebels on Friday stepped up attacks on vessels transitioning the Red Sea, including hit and sparked uh, a fire on the fuel tanker operating on behalf of the trading firm Trifigura. Uh, and let me see. It's a it's a. Oh, here we go. Uh, Trifigura had missile struck the fuel tanker Marlin Lunda as it transitioned to the Red Sea. The tanker was carrying Russian nap Naphtha, purchased below the price cap in line with G7 sanctions. Uh, so this by all means, this is this is it, this is crude oil. They were correct in saying that. I just don't know why they didn't disclose that it was Russian.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, they didn't identify where the ship was from at all. Where the oil is from at all. No. They didn't. They just said the two ships that are going to go help him out.
0: It was very bizarre. And I, I, again, I'm not entirely sure why they're portraying it this way, but it, it just seemed very odd. Uh, and it was kind of funny listening to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting that the third one, the Bloomberg, they just go straight to we should just bomb them. <laughs> Yes. Like correct. they go straight to retaliation versus the other two are just reporting on what is happening with the event. Well, even the, if the titles incorrect. are still
0: the titles are still um, at least ABC is the very first clip that I played. you was iran back militia. They didn't even say Houthis. Oh,
1: um, OK, so they're trying to identify Iran's issue. Also, the again. title
0: says UK ship struck oh, UK ship struck. Uh, I'm reading that incorrectly. But I also didn't know the French were involved. I mean, the, they mentioned that there was an alliance we talked about a couple weeks ago, uh, an, an alliance of. Uh, vessels guarding the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden patrolling it mm-hmm. um but i thought it was specifically the uk and the us cuz france italy and spain had all backed out and now yeah. there's a french frigate it's like okay sure
1: so did they like under the table join
0: i don't know i don't know i i don't i don't know that's that's mm-hmm. why i'm confused about this yeah. but but anyway that was a fun little little opener sorry it was a little weird in the transition but no, it's, um it's that's okay. what i got at the moment so uh what's up with you man
1: um, I have a fun little one, just a little little dive in Israel, um, Israel, Israel. It, it just uh, the source is TikTok. Oh man! <laughs> but it's a recording of a uh, council meeting with the Burlington City Council, and it's a uh, freshman university student. I don't think you have it. I do. It's called um, genocide slip.
8: Hi, I'm Josephina Light, Hi. and I'm a first year at the
1: University of Vermont. And before I
0: speak, oh, she's just a child, and they're gonna she's a child. they're gonna no, but crucify.
1: so she in case it's not clear with what she's saying, they're trying to decide to vote either for or against. Oh, yes, like calling a ceasefire, yes, yes which yes. does nothing. I love these. Yeah, but um, she's trying to say uh, vote against or like why why bother, essentially. Oh, because, really? Because n- there's no problem. <laughs> like don't worry about it it's there's not a problem it's being it's not our blown problem it's not our to get problem it? okay yeah it's not that big of Whoa. a problem yeah okay
0: yeah. that's fun By the way, this is going around every city council in the United States. It's it's so so annoying.
1: Like what, what happens when they do decide to call for a ceasefire as a city? They just go, yeah, they just post it to their Instagram and then they get more votes for whoever's in their like little city council office. Like it does nothing. It goes nowhere. Anyways.
8: I'm Josephina Light and I'm a first year at the University of Vermont. And before I speak on this resolution at hand, I want to acknowledge the pain and sorrow on both sides of this war. Israelis murdered, raped, and kidnapped, and so many innocent Palestinians lost. But I'd also like to the point way, out how it's what, disingenuous sorry. it seems. Uh,
1: lo- In the video, there's like three middle-aged Jewish men. Behind her, just nodding in agreement the whole time. The whole thing? Oh, yeah. Huh. It's so funny. Well, and then they get distracted at the end so they don't hear the last bit, but <laughs> they're oh, okay. like on board with what she's saying.
0: The Israel side.
1: Well, they're Jewish.
0: Right, but they're not, they're not, agreeing yeah, because like she's saying, side.
1: No, so she's, she's advocating that Israel is the victim. Oh,
0: so that's not being partisan.
1: Well, it's also that, no, but it, it okay, also, why
0: don't you let me just play play let it the go. I guess.
1: Okay. Bossed. But I'd also like to point out how
8: disingenuous it seems that Burlington City Council is sitting here thousands of miles away from this issue and allowing it to divert their time from issues affecting their citizens' safety and civic needs. Oh yeah, brother. There are issues right outside that door that need your attention. This resolution will bring no benefits to the Burlington City. Stick to championing for the people of Burlington. Stay away from matters outside your jurisdiction. This resolution will not bring peace, it will bring division into the city. If you vote yes to this resolution, you are knowingly causing tensions to rise in the city. Don't fall for buzzwords, listen to facts, and focus on healing Burlington. And I would like to use the rest of my time to say how appalled I am that people are bringing up the Holocaust. Do not use other genocides to describe this one.
1: I have been...
0: Oh, oh the hyenas got her she yeah. screwed up
9: yeah Jeez.
1: but then like the last bit and i didn't i didn't get this um but then she goes on i've seen poland i've seen the concentration camps and this is nothing compared like us uh, it's, it's not that big of a deal but then calls it a genocide
0: <laughs> yeah i mean she almost had it
1: uh, she, i know <laughs>
0: <laughs> she almost had it yeah,
1: She's a first year What can you expect
0: I mean but she makes a point though We've been over this yeah. right? And that's that's kind of the argument I make with friends That we talk about That want to get political with us It's like we got a lot of problems At home buddy Yeah This, this is not a priority Number one for me
1: There's a lot of countries Focusing on this issue
0: And they've been doing this Forever So yeah. why are we taking a stance On them When Finally. they're gonna fight again In like a year and a half Exactly Yeah whatever Yeah It was all planned anyways Right Yeah <laughs>
1: Talk about forming theories. Yeah.
0: Okay. So what else you got?
1: Uh. Hmm, where do I want to go? Um. Okay. Let's go to uh Trump's right hand man, Mr. Roger Stone. Um. Uh, let's start with the mediate one. So we're we going to Trump. Well, it's it's not really is about that where Trump. You go? It's about mediate. It's about Roger Stone. Okay. Uh. The mediate one. Okay.
0: I'll the... I'll go into my Trump clips too. So CNN or MSNBC, CNN two. Which one? Which mediate. one? Which one? Which one? What? Mediate. There is no mediate.
1: Oh no. Come on,
0: dude. Oh my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, for the person for what the one the or heck? two people that listen, Savannah is probably the worst at gathering her clips together.
1: No, dude, I've had these clips for two weeks. And yet you I don't know how you're, this you're never not... prepared. This okay. is always
0: an ongoing story with you.
1: Okay, okay. you let's can send do... it via signal
0: and I'll play something else. How let's about that?
1: do let's just do CNN then. The Which first, one? Just C N N normal, not the two. We'll do two next.
0: Send me your clip via signal, okay? I,
1: I don't have it. <laughs> Oh, so I don't you know what happened to it. I thought I, well, I had it recorded and I don't know why it's not saved.
0: You know, every person I talk to that has technical problems, it's always been incompetency. No. I'm just saying. No.
1: Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> okay, just do the CNN one. They have the same. Time to do.
10: Yeah. or Nadler has to die before the election. They need to get the message. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So just not putting up with this <laughs> That was horrible. I didn't hear. Stone any of, I didn't ref- hear any of that.
1: That's why I wanted to do the Mediate one. Um, no, but this—they're going to CNN is going to talk about it. Referring
10: to uh,
0: okay.
1: You want to replay it? No. Eric
10: Swalwell and Congressman Jerry Nadler, who served as chairman of the House Judiciary Committee during part of Trump's administration. Now, the website Mediate first obtained the tape. CNN has not independently verified its authenticity. CNN's Zach Cohen joins us now. Zach, what more are we learning about this?
2: Yeah, Phil, sources are telling me and our colleague, Kristen Wilson, that the U.S. Capitol Police and FBI are taking this seriously. They are looking into did these.
0: Do co- you have a transcript of what what was said? It, like, I. W- do you
1: want to replay the audio bit? It,
0: it's so bad, Savannah. That's I can't hear it. That's the recording
1: it. that they have, though. Okay, it's so, not CNN messing it up. That's just the recording. So essentially, what did it say, it's what did a recording. Say, though? You have to summarize it. Okay, it's a recording. It supposedly of Roger Stone talking to an ex NYPD, Sal Greco, who's like he's with Sal. Sal. Um, and they're talking in a restaurant and this is supposedly recorded weeks before the twenty twenty election, but it was just released like last week or two weeks ago, January seventeenth.
0: And that they were what? They were trying to
1: Um so they're saying either uh so the two oh what are their names? Naz uh
0: Naz. We got Jay Z and Naz.
1: Uh, Swalwell, Eric Swalwell, the uh senator, and then the other one, which they will name in the clip, <laughs> that they have to die. Like, it's it's um,
0: okay, so are you now quoting? I'm, I'm only asking what Roger Stone said. I'm not asking what you don't have to summarize what We can hear I, I'm what saying. I'm saying what
1: says. Roger Stone is saying in the clip. Okay, he's saying both of them need to die. He's tired of putting up with their bullshit. Okay, um, in terms of the election because they're voting or they're. Acting against the the Republican Party, um, Trump for the twenty twenty election. So it's it sounds like he's trying to put out a kill, like a like a hit list, a hit list. Okay, yeah, good
0: job, Serena. Okay, so, but
1: this was twenty twenty, uh, and it was just released. Like apparently, this audio was just who? found by Mediate, which is a media company through. Um, Abrams Media Network which is tied to NBC
0: Oh okay
1: It's just funny that it came out four years Later right 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 Right. in time for the 2024 election Right
0: okay that's fine
1: that's all See thank you
0: for the context I'll, <laughs> now I'll know what the, See if, if it's bad It's like uh, there are software by the way That could help us but we could talk well, about you'd that Well you think that Mediaite
1: would use that Like this is the exact same audio from Mediaite No they don't because no, they they're,
0: they're going off of titles up? No 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 they don't care okay we'll, we'll keep playing We'll keep playing
2: Comments that were allegedly made by Roger Stone. In the weeks leading up to the 2020 election, but are only surfacing now after Mediate published that audio recording you just played. And look, as you know, USCP, FBI take threats against lawmakers incredibly seriously. And you know, based on the content of this report, of this recording, it certainly seems to fit in that bucket. Now, Roger Stone is basically denying that he ever said this, and that in that that's him even on the audio recording. He's calling it total nonsense. He accuses it of A- of being AI manipulation, and he and calls the whole thing absurd. But look, this is not the first time that Roger Stone's comments and his actions related to the election have, gotten, have um, been, been under scrutiny. He obviously was a close ally of former President Donald Trump. He was actively involved in various efforts to overturn the 2020 election, according to evidence. The House January 6th committee put forward and he was at Trump Stop the Steal rally on January 6th. And of course, he was also convicted as the result of Robert Mueller's probe way back when his uh, present sentence was ultimately commuted by Trump before he ever had to go to jail. But, you know, Roger Stone, a a very familiar name popping up in in a very familiar context.
0: Okay. Okay. What's your point behind this clip?
1: Well, I mean, OK, first of all, if that's true, they're obviously not dead. The two senators. Yeah. So, I mean, crazy if that if that was a um,
0: you're taking CNN's reporting as. Uh,
1: no, no, no. But they're they're reporting off of a media audio recording. I'm not I'm not I'm saying if it's true, if it's a real recording. My main point is why release it now? Why wasn't it released when it was recorded? Sure, yeah. If it's real and it's. Evidence against Stone, wouldn't that have been More helpful right if they Believed it to be real and they believed two senators Were going to get killed why Wouldn't they release it as soon as they get it right So I sure. mean that puts into question Is it even real um, The second thing is The only when I looked up this up The only places or News networks that were releasing this Talking about it and I, I might Have they maybe other places I picked it up but were CNN MSNBC um, and obviously NBC, cause they're with Mediate. Mediite is partnered with CNN, MSNBC, ABC, and obviously NBC.
0: So all the mainstream. Of mainstream course. So of the yeah. course
1: they're going to get it right through there. They're, they're going to be reporting on it, stating it like it's true. Um, well, I don't actually, know what difference.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it, no, you're right. And it is interesting that they held it in the back pocket for so long. Yeah.
1: Like a shocker. Of course, as soon Election as the, pl- coming the coming up, primaries happened, right. Or happening, um around this time when it was released and talked about
0: you and I differ on uh, to me yes okay continue your process because I (laughs) sorry
1: well I don't know if the next one with CNN is just in do you want me to play CNN too sure I mean it's just Anderson Cooper interviewing Eric Swalwell I don't I don't know if that's really helpful okay
0: so then why don't we do do the the the... MSNBC Trump
1: sure we can see how similar it is or different
0: did any other did ABC cover this at all
1: that's a good point. I, you That's something this you should have looked uh, I know, but at into. the time when I looked this up, uh, around the 17th, they didn't, but they might have published it since then, and I just forgot to look it up. I'll look it up while you play this clip.
11: Late today, Mediaite oh, released stunning and disturbing new audio of Trump associate Roger Stone discussing the assassination of Democratic Congressman Eric Swalwell and Jerry Nadler with an NYPD cop weeks before the 2020 election.
4: Peace there, we'll find Svalwell and get this over with. It's time to do it. Then we'll see how grave the rest of them are. Either Svalwell or Nadler has to die before the election. They need to get the message. not putting up with Well,
0: at least NBC tried to actually play you the clip. We actually had slightly better audio, but okay, that's fine.
11: I will note that NBC News has not authenticated or obtained the audio so ourselves. then, why report
0: and it? Media- I know. No, why, so why would they bother all all reporting of them are it? Saying they're all saying that. We haven't that.
1: verified okay. it, but we believe Mediate. And they're going to report audio it like it's real.
11: Been- Sorry, go ahead. Let's that, Lightning- click.
0: Yeah, whatever. Sorry. Yeah.
11: ...edited to protect their source, who requested anonymity out of fear of repercussions from Stone. Stone
12: has denied like making these know comments. Who it was. Media-
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he Like they're in a restaurant. Yeah. Who else is going to be with him? I talked
0: to 20 guys I don't know who it was
1: oh but they're all dead
0: (laughs) I want want them all gone
1: (laughs) I want them gone deal with this Sal (laughs) (laughs) fix
0: it they published the audio, that it was, quote,
11: total nonsense. I've never said anything of the kind. More AI manipulation. Back with me, our Cornell Belcher. This Kimberly. is
0: an ongoing theme, by the way, that we're going to continue, and it's only going to get worse, right? As as much as we want to say that quantum computing is the next, the next step forward or that AI is going to take over everyone, everyone's falling surely behind the idea that AI is, is the next big thing to come into, into play. Yeah. And it's it's quite frankly it's getting a little obnoxious. It, even at my fucking job it's like what AI is the next step into figuring out how we're going to process stuff and it's like okay, maybe maybe for some things but and, and there's small fish in the pond obviously in the sense of like AI is going to be actually useful. It's it's the it's the government and and the friends that we know that like AI is going to replace all our jobs is ridiculous.
1: No, that's not the concern.
0: There's I mean, no concern. The concern. There, there isn't a concern anyways. I don't I don't know what well, the fear behind. I this disagree. Is. OK.
1: Um, And I disagree because of the uh, industry. OK. I'm going to I'm going to quote some Kaczynski here. Um, The Industrial Revolution essay. I've gotten through a little bit more of it and I'm getting to the part where he's talking about technology. And I do agree with this part of that once technology once you enter it, it can seem completely harmless at first, and it's just useful, but eventually, it's going to get um, advanced enough where you can't control it, and it's just destructive. No,
0: in in okay. So, do you want to continue this Trump thing? Because we will talk about AI in a little bit.
1: Well, I mean, I okay. So the thing with the AI is that yes, now we can see nowadays a lot of people are going to be using that as a uh, like a comeback to like an excuse, like oh, it's not me, it's AI. Right. Yes. You're going to be hearing a lot of that. I don't know if that's. Why valid, we, a valid excuse or not. I think it can be valid because there are a lot of things with AI that sound real or don't, seem real. Why
0: don't we go into it? Right? I,
1: I don't mean to go into the AI discussion. I just.
0: Well, I do have some WEF AI stuff that, that okay. kind of goes into it. So,
1: yeah, I'm kind of done with the Roger Stone. I mean, yeah, it was this clip. Yeah. Was,
0: and, and also the the point of the point that I saw from this, that's that's more of the deconstruction aspect of things is that like they're all saying the same thing and that we don't take ownership of the clip and that we don't know if yeah. this is actually true or but not. But we're going to report gonna it report anyways. We're going to report it anyways. Right. Okay. Um,
1: that's Also, for me. just aside, ABC, Fox, and NBC have not reported on it.
0: Oh, okay. Well, uh, okay. That's interesting.
1: Of like the, the major networks, Where did,
0: you, did you look on YouTube or did you look on their websites?
1: On their websites. Okay.
0: That's fair. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I'm kind of over the Trump. The at least the Roger Stone portion of things. I do have some some election stuff, but let's talk oh, to you if you where you want to go. Let's do the Trump stuff first, and then we'll go into AI because my other clips will lead into AI as well. Okay. Um. Do you have more Trump stuff that you want to play or no?
1: Uh,
0: no. Okay. Well, um, now we're a little late now, and I think the South Carolina caucus is happening this weekend or at some point this upcoming week. Uh, so we will get more news on that. They already at this point, this news is old, but uh, Trump did win Iowa and he did win New Hampshire at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. And so despite but,
1: Roger Stone,
0: despite Roger Stone's desperate pleas to assassinate and have a hit list of other Democrats. Sanders. But <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, we should get um, we should get their initial reaction, which I thought was pretty fun. Uh, this is more of a an, an enjoyment. uh Fun little little explanation of, of how they're freaking out. But anyway, we'll, we'll play, first of all, Rachel Maddow's uh, not wanting to cut live to Trump's victory speech, and it's pretty entertaining.
13: I just have to do a little bit no. of business just for a second. Um, at this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, We will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Anything clickbaity. The reason I'm saying this is, of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is is. not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we
1: relish it. they, they,
0: They love it they they want to soak it in yeah they're they trying
1: can. to say we're the better person
0: mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know we're going to well, we're going to take sa- care of you we're going to protect safety, your ears for the safety of others we wish that we won't portray this horrible information about this
1: about this man who has been man. voted the most who got the most votes. We're not Trump
0: supporters <laughs> either, by the way. This no. is just it's just ridiculous. Uh, is, <laughs> In all sense.
1: I mean, like, seriously, you're going to filter somebody's victory speech after they just won the primary. <laughs> like that doesn't that doesn't make any sense no. that you're not a good news corporation. <laughs> That's the whole point of you being there. <laughs> like, why else would people be listening to you for your opinion? No, no.
0: Yes. In fact, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what nowadays. They think. Yes. That's what they think. But, OK. Ugh. We'll continue playing.
13: Regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is really? not an easy decision. Yeah, it is. Oh, she's going to cry. There no. is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. Uh, and that is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. And so she won the damn just, speech. They decided
0: the a oh, victory election. God they
1: decided what the truth. The truth is, though. Yeah. We're yeah. not going to show you untrue things. How do you know it's untrue? But
0: also it's we all know he won. How yes, is this untrue? That's, yeah. that's,
1: well, I don't think that's what she, I think she's talking
13: about anything he says in the speech. Oh, I
0: see. They deem oh, okay. untrue. Still. Okay, let's continue.
13: Yeah. This is a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. And that is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. And so his remarks tonight will not air here live. We will monitor them um, and let you know about any news that he makes. That made. they Stuffing deem and worthy of it. you They, they
0: also about. cut that out of their initial, like, I can't find on MSNBC. Um, oh,
1: there's not I like a find recorded that. clip of it. There
0: was people. How do you think I got this? Um, but it's it was recorded by others.
1: Yeah, live.
0: Live, yes. yes and but they
1: didn't like save it as a clip to be referenced no. in in the future. No, 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 no,
0: no. Okay. So uh, yeah, it was pretty entertaining that that got removed. Uh, we got a couple CNN ones, the, just the classic ones, right? The the CNNs, the Today's. Uh, so I think I, think I want to go stopping Trump CNN.
12: It is still a hope against hope that any candidate not named Donald Trump uh, is going to be the Republican nominee. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. There's not a clear path for other candidates yet. And tonight doesn't really change anything, it seems. When you look at, just to pull out one of the numbers Manu was just talking about, almost 70% of caucus goers, according to our entrance polls, believe – that Joe Biden was not legitimately elected president of the United States. If that is not a Donald Trump Republican Party, I don't know what is. Uh, this is not an electorate that is particularly interested in taking a different course. That's what Ron DeSantis is selling. That's what Nikki Haley is selling. They don't want to go another way. No. They want to go back to Trump in, in so many ways. They've been saying that. Uh, I, these candidates have been hoping that maybe they could change their minds. We will see what the real numbers look like, but the task for Haley and DeSantis will be to fundamentally shift the thinking of a large swath of this party. That is a, we just have to be honest with folks. That is a very heavy lift. Okay. Anyway.
0: That um, sounds
1: so like righteous. It's so, self-righteous. Yeah. And
0: it's pro clutching like, too.
1: Oh, these, the 70% of mm. people are just wrong. Mm-hmm. They're just stuck in their ways mm-hmm. and we need someone to convince them otherwise. Like, and I think this on. might be you the think same. People are stupid,
9: it's right? Like...
0: I think, uh, I think this might be the same clip. Well, oh, we shall see. Hang on, let me see if this
9: is. It's depressing. Oh, no, it's a grim day for people like you and I me. And I think it's, a, uh, it should be a wake up call. Yes, for Republicans who don't want Trump, for uh, center leaning independents and right leaning independents, and frankly, for Democrats who have
0: been fretting and. It wringing their hands and clutching their pearls <laughs> for the
14: last
1: year. The, uh, I think they've been doing that for a last, lot longer than a year. They've been doing this. For,
0: yes, this is not. Yeah. <laughs> this
1: is not a new thing. No,
0: the cycle has been of like he's coming, the the big guy's coming. Uh.
1: <laughs> thing between Donald Trump and the presidency,
12: the name is Joe Biden. And yes. so I think can it it's time for people name? to really wake up. <laughs> yeah, does it have to be does it, Biden?
0: Does it have to be Biden? That's <laughs> like, what most Americans are saying right now. Can we does see it, a different name? Can we have someone else that's like, not done? Literally
1: anyone else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this depression, this fear, this anger, this outrage, this, this aghastment that I feel uh, today at watching the results, channel that. Into figuring out how we stop Donald Trump from ever being president. You put that in your sandwich and you think about it. Hmm? (laughs) Sorry. Where
1: was that clip
2: from?
0: CNN. Uh. Yeah. And then I got uh, and then I got the (laughs) the same kind of deal. Like uh, they did very much gloss over Trump. Uh, (laughs) But but the main focus on who's doing second place.
12: I mean, we've talked about it. It's, it's essentially a race for second yes. right? between Haley and DeSantis. How do you see Who
1: this? Who
0: gives plan? a shit about second, <laughs> Who by cares? the
12: way? Well,
5: second doesn't become president. <laughs> now, second is not vice is president. This is critical <laughs> for Ron DeSantis. He has got to come in second place. He's got to he do doesn't, it. It's going to be very hard for him to justify staying in this race, even though his campaign says they're in this for the long haul. He hasn't identified another state that he can win for Nikki Haley. He dropped out incredible moment <laughs> that lady had-
0: that lady couldn't was fighting back some air she was Dude, dr- <laughs> no, she
1: probably had some phlegm in her throat or something i thought she the didn't? clip ended <laughs> no. i thought it ended and I then thought, she too. started speaking again <laughs> it would
5: give
7: her incredible like <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
5: nikki Haley Just- <laughs> it would give her incredible momentum heading into New Hampshire where she's in striking she distance coughed. of Donald yeah. Trump. She's trailing him only by single digits. So what does Haley need? What Steve's talking about? That turnout. Her strongest supporters oh. are those who are college educated, independents. Those who would vote, by the way, for Joe Biden. Are they going to turn out? We'll be watching all of that. Are, Demo- are they
0: saying that Democrats need a turnout for a Republican caucus?
1: <laughs> yeah, to get Trump <laughs> off to get the Trump ballot. off
0: the ballot—that's bananas. Yes, okay.
1: Any way possible, right? What a crazy Any sales method. Bitch. Whatever. Well, I'm telling you, man. Th- I wish I, I wish I, I, dude. I told you about this clip, and because I saw it live, but I could not find it anywhere. And it was CNN interviewing the voters during the New Hampshire primary, oh, yeah. and they interviewed one lady who was saying that I think she's normally I think she voted for Biden, or. Whatever, but she was saying that she's going to vote for Nikki Haley to get Trump off the ballot for the primary, and then they asked her, "Okay, so then are you going to vote for Nikki Haley during? Who are you going to vote for during the like election if she makes it?" And he's, she's like, "I don't think I would vote for Nikki Haley or Biden." It's like, so like, you're just going to vote just to get Trump off, but then you're not going to vote at all.
0: It sounds like a paid actor.
1: Yeah, that was that was such an insane statement, and mm. the the anchor was just like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> Moving on. We're live. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, uh, cool.
0: Okay. Well, that's all I got with Trump. And, and and you know, we'll we'll get we'll get further into this and and Trump will win, but I don't think it's by any stretch. I'm actually shocked that they're not freaking out as intensely as yeah, they have in the past. No, this I feels agree. very calming. It
1: does. You got the odd ones. Yeah. The okay. Oh, yeah. These were the like, these were the funny
0: ones. Clutching right? the pearls. Mm-hmm. But, but ABC, CBS, they're all like, "He won. All right. Next. Next story." Yeah.
1: Moving on. Like not it, the end of the world.
0: I, which is what's weird. I don't. I don't know. Um. It's weird. Did you have a story? Can I? Can I go into something real no, fast? No. Go ahead. It's weird that that even uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Snow White himself, Jamie Dimon, uh, had a had a comment about Trump and and potentially maybe things weren't as bad as they used to be.
1: Who is Jamie Dimon? I think it's a mistake. Jamie
0: Dimon, oh boy, Savannah. Uh, no, just his background. Uh, Jamie, yes, okay. Do you know who Jamie Dimon is? Uh, uh, J- he's Jamie Dimon the
1: CEO of. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I did see this clip when you when you found it. Oh uh, okay, J P
0: Morgan Chase. Right. Uh, and he was also on Epstein's Island's uh, flight list uh, mm. and commented to Epstein that he really likes Snow White. Um, S- Snow White? What happened on Epstein's Island, Savannah?
1: Does this mean cocaine?
0: What happened or on Epstein's Island? Or does that mean Island? a child? No, I'm asking you a question. What happened on Epstein's Island?
1: With all the children.
0: And or prostitutes. Like, some yeah. of them were underage, some of them were... So what
1: does Snow White mean?
0: You can take a guess. That's
1: a reference?
0: Yes. To...
1: To a child, or ding, 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 ding.
0: Okay. or or a prostitute, or you know someone that's um, either of age or under. Age. I don't that we don't know.
1: Okay, I just hadn't heard that used as to to, to like signify something.
0: Well, they were referencing. Okay, sure, they were referencing all. Something. Yeah, they were referencing like Disney characters. Okay, um, I'm
1: on the same page as you now.
0: Thank you. Okay.
1: <laughs> thank you. Go ahead.
4: Think it's a mistake to assume that everything's hunky dory. And you know, and this is him at Davos,
0: market, Davos, by the way. Davos. Davos. Um, World Economic Forum. I
4: think it's a mistake to assume that everything's hunky-dory. And you know, and when stock markets are up, it's kinda of like this little drug we all feel. Like it's just great, you know. But remember we've had so much fiscal and monetary stimulation. So I'm a little more on the cautious side that we are facing a lot of things in twenty in 24 or twenty five. And you we mentioned Ukraine, the terrorist activity in Israel, the Red Sea. Quantitative tightening, which I still question if we understand exactly how that works. I don't think we do. How QE actually worked, what the effect of negative you know zero rates was for all this time, uh, and obviously the politics, and you know, and then the By the way, this is it. the
0: same guy that was all gun ho that they were going to keep interest rates that low. Previously, mm-hmm. this was not. This is not like a, a. This is he was not concerned during that time period, which is what made me really upset about this clip because he. In most of these clips, uh, some of it's a little self-righteous of like, you know, obviously we shouldn't be doing this and that. But it's it's the explanation that perhaps Trump was right. And and maybe the decisions that happened, such as zero interest rates being available, how is free money being available that he profited off of mm-hmm. um, is and or it's still currently profiting off of in the sense that he's purchased most of the banks in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only a handful of companies now. It's, uh, it's, uh, U S bank, key bank, it, it, like, I think like seven or eight banks now own most of the money or have control most of the money in the United States. Jamie Dimon being, and JP Morgan Chase being the largest in the United States. Um, yeah. so it's, it, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit fresh for him to be like, I thought this is a bad idea.
4: <laughs> no, you didn't.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't. Whatever. Affecting oil gas,
4: food. Well, hold migration. on,
0: hold on. That, so, I got to mention this, this part. Ukraine, this part's actually, not true, by the way, uh, that he's mentioning.
4: The Red Sea, quantitative tightening, which I still question if we understand exactly how it works. I don't think we do. How QE actually worked, what the effect of negative, you know, zero rates was for all this time. Uh, and obviously the politics. And, you know, and then the Ukrainian war is affecting oil. Gas, food, migration—it didn't affect food. So you
0: had have- it it, that. Not food was not affected by the Ukrainians. It was it was affected by inflation. It's not affected yeah, by the
1: Ukraine it, war. There was, was no not the food shortage
0: that occurred. Right? There was no, the the breadbasket of of the world is Ukraine, is ridiculous. It, it, what affected us was inflation and and the cost of food going up. Not necessarily that there was a shortage.
1: But that would have gone up regardless. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All
4: these very All these powerful issues. forces that are gonna be affecting us in 24 and 25. So if I was the government, I would be preparing for what I'm gonna do about that assuming things aren't good. And I just also want to point out, I, I wish the Democrats would think a little more carefully when they talk about MAGA. You know, Here we go. You, if you travel this country, you know, and the country's unbelievable. We took our bus trip this year and Leslie Picker was on Spokane and Boise and Bozeman. People are growing, they're hungry to grow, they're innovating, it's, it's everywhere. It's not just Silicon Valley. So we've got this great hand but when people say maga they're actually looking at people voting for trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him uh, and but i don't think they're voting for trump cuz of his family values and if you look just take a step back be honest he's kind of right about nato <laughs> kind of right about immigration mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well, tax reform worked. Mm -hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't don't like what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. He He may have been right. And I don't like how he said things in Mexico. I don't like, but he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should always ask the why, not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting Trump, you're not supporting Trump. Okay, the why, sure.
0: Yeah. I wondered why, and I was wondering if he was a Trump supporter fan during that time period. Okay, <laughs> and he wasn't. <laughs> he, he was very much against, very much against the Don.
1: Well, because it, Trump was calling out what was going to benefit him. Well,
0: sure, but I was against it. Why would he support it just, that? It's it's all gun ho. Like this, this is uh, like, a yeah. Oh, look what he's done. This feels promotional, in my opinion. It
1: does, and it's probably because he's going to benefit from it in some way.
0: I. I think it's much. Why else would he be than, I think it's it? much weirder than that. I
1: what would what would make it weirder than that?
0: Uh, if you're if the people that believe and I never really quite understand and I never I never quite get the potentiality that the elections were fraudulent, mm-hmm. uh, particularly in where we've heard of of ballots in Arizona being uh, in, not available, like. Uh, what was that Arizona one that your that your family sent me? And, and this is not me shaming them. It, oh, it,
1: there was like a bunch of footage of yeah. them being dumped like bulk, sure, 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 or just in a
0: variety them. of other scenarios that you listen to on the news of yeah. uh, of like mail systems being overfull or you know whatever it might be. Or uh, certainly the idea of mail in ballots to me now seems to be the incorrect way of voting because I have seen it firsthand that I get multiple votes (laughs) in different parts of where I used to live and canceling them. I do cancel them, but every now and then you may.
1: Oh, like you get multiple ballots. I
0: may get multiple ballots and I know they, they, they probably cross out a number of them, but I I never know if I'm being honest with you. Uh, Oh yeah. But anyway, that's not my point. Um, but it is just, it feels like, this election, if he gets in, won't be contested. And it it sounds like to some extent they want him to go in because we are heading towards a, a, a fiscal year. That's it, it's going to be bad, potentially. Yeah. Right. Um, there is reason to believe that. Why not for one big hurrah right before. Uh, before Biden leaves office to potentially kick off uh, another war. Uh, with with a country that we probably shouldn't be we should probably be talking to them right we've already ex- we already spent billions of dollars made tons of money for the military industrial complex in ukraine um uh, for many years countless li- generation of men died mm-hmm. um why not have uh another one right before we leave maybe profit a little more we put we put trump in such a position that
1: like he's fucked going in
0: yes and there's no way for him to really dip out unless he prints more money unless like they will lay the options out on the table to him they'll give him a fuck scenario anyways and they'll just put out these are your options print more money continue funding these projects you're already in your neck full of of disaster essentially Mm
15: -hmm.
0: um and who profits off of that blackrock jp morgan chase which
1: is why they would be promoting him right
0: that's what I'm getting at. But
1: at that rate, would they just promote anybody because it's going to happen regardless of who's in there? I
0: I think they're going to, I think they're going to crucify the man. I I really do. Yeah.
1: yeah. I I, mean, what you're saying makes sense. It would make sense that it would be him that they would want to get rid of really just drill him, you know, drill him into the grave. Right. But by his own doing that he doesn't have control. He doesn't have control over by your theory. Yes. Um,
0: and and, and, sure. and, and and I'll tell you this, it, it's even the people that that I don't necessarily trust, but I, I I feel like they have good not I wouldn't say good opinions. It's a talk show, right? Just like we yeah. are. Uh, but it's they're more on the Trump side of things. And hearing them discuss how like Jamie Dimon all of a sudden became this like symbol of like, oh, he's got things right. He, he thought he thought positively and he's moving towards the right stuff as if he changed his mind or on, on on what the what the world is is going to be and what, what we should be doing in, in that sense. They're, they're yeah. saying that, oh, we should vote for Trump.
1: Not bringing up how his past interests were very different.
0: Yeah, or the fact that he was on, he was working, in a, he was in a prostitution ring with Jeffrey Epstein. It's like... Yeah,
1: nobody brings that nobody up. Nobody
0: brings that up anymore. <laughs> and it's like, okay, uh okay, here we go. Here's Valley Attainment uh, praising Jamie Dimon all of a sudden for for um, supporting Trump and in, in the same clip that we just heard.
4: Who... <laughs> You know, many would say he's.
0: I also dis- I also dislike the- this guy. He he's fine. There's nothing negative he does. It just it's like the posse of people. It, it's same thing with with uh, like a Glenn Beck program or uh or Lars Larson. Uh, mm-hmm. just they all have like their little group of people that they just sit and chat with. They all have the same roughly same voice.
1: It's just an echo chamber. Yeah, and they all think that they're right. Well, in
0: radio, you're specifically you hire people.
1: With opposing views. No, no,
0: no, no, no. With the same voice. So if you need to take a break, or if you want to go on vacation, someone can cover and still portray that same kind of sound.
1: Oh, I've never heard of that.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. If you hear a lot Whoa. of the older shows from like Lars Larson or Rush Limb or uh, uh, Glenn Beck, yeah. it, they all have i identical voices uh, as kind of like their 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 high posse, if you will. Uh wow. So here is Valley Who? Who? Or in this you case, know, a posse. Many would say yeah. he's
16: supported presidents on the left. You know and and he's probably not a pro-Trump guy he says something like this what does this do to money people in Wall Street forget about what it influences the average day-to-day person how about the Wall Street guy that's like oh my god did you hear what Jamie did did you hear what Jamie said did you hear what Jamie said what kind of influence does he hold and what does he do
14: Jamie Dimon has consistently been either a calming force or a rational force When you had the interest rates and they were stepping up, 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 and everybody was kind of freaking out because Ben Bernanke, what we have, eight increases or whatever it was in one year? He was the calming force. He was the stabilizing force. When the banks failed, remember we had – people forget. One year ago, we had banks failing and we built a special federal program to bail them out. No, we didn't forget. It was an emergency program. What was going on? Jamie Dimon. Now, was he opportunistic, Take advantage of that? Yes.
0: What, why? Like, why are they <laughs> brushing over this? This is. Yeah, he fucking took a lot of banks. He has more power than ever. Why is it? Whatever. Sorry. Just. But I
14: see a rational force and a stabilizing force, and I hear echoes in his voice of the things that, like Bill Maher said, and the thing that that we saw John yesterday talking about it and rolling his eyes, leaning back and talking. I think Jamie Dimon hit it on the head. Why don't we grow up a little bit and ask people why they support him, and not make it some binary choice that you 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 endorse all of his family values? I think that is the most eloquent part of what he said. I don't Trump. I don't support Trump's family values, but here, 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 and here, he rationally and elegantly did it. I think he's going to have a calming force on Wall Street, and I think there's a hedge going on in that calming
0: voice. These these people, they. They don't see the bigger scam,
1: well, yeah, or they're not reporting on it.
0: it. No, they. I they listen. Listen to that last bit. Okay.
14: Jamie Dimon hit it on the head. Why don't we grow up a little bit and ask people why they support him and not make it some binary choice that you 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 endorse all of his family values? I think that is the most eloquent part of what he said. I don't Trump. I don't support Trump's family values, but here 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 and here he rationally and elegantly did it i think he's He doesn't a- he doesn't
0: care who's in office per se it's it's what's no. in his benefit correct exactly. if yes and so if anything it's more of a plan why not get trump in office we crucify him we leave him with these horrible options that are that are even worse for the country uh
1: so what they should be asking and talking about with this clip is why the sudden shift in Opinion, opinion. Yeah, yeah. Why did he go from four years ago being anti-Trump, like you know, not at you know, in the way of not promoting any of his policies, to suddenly, you know, I think he was right. Yeah. (laughs) And then going completely one eighty on everything that he was saying. There, I I did many years ago.
0: I love the Brave browser for this reason: is that we can I can select certain years I want to look at news. Uh-huh. And maybe you can do it on Firefox, but Ooh, was, you'll
1: have to show me how to do that. Yeah, because it, I don't know how to do it's that. really
0: interesting. Um, This is the New York Post. And but there's plenty of others that if I just keep cycling through, you can see the feud between J.P. Morgan and Donald Trump or uh, Jamie Dimon and Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon says he would worry about another Trump presidency. This is not that long. This is July 11th, by the way, of 2023. This what? is not th- this That's- is not that far away from it. So why the shift all of a sudden?
1: Yeah, that's what they should be asking. I, I,
0: I am, I am but telling you. But they're just you, praising I'm, him
1: for. I'm telling being
0: you, they're eloquent. gonna let him be president, and they're gonna crucify him. They're not gonna kill him, but so, they're gonna leave him so. They're gonna leave him with no alternative than than to allow some very crazy stuff to happen.
3: Well,
1: they're gonna have him dig his own grave. Yes, what they're they hoping will, will happen. Y- yes, yes, yes. He so will. They're gonna give him the shovel, and they're gonna give him the plot of land. And yes, they're, and he, they're gonna tell him dig, and yes. he has to dig. Right, <laughs> is what you're is what you're getting at.
0: I, 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 I don't know. It's just. It's it's unusual when all of a sudden the elites of the world all of a sudden go about that, hey, Trump might be a good idea. Yes, yeah, that's all I'm getting at. It. That's all I'm getting at.
1: No, that's, yeah. <sighs> okay. um <gasps> <Got it.
0: laughs> God, I <Calm> just. Calm down. <sighs> it, no, it just, I mean, Savannah, it, it is unusual to see this.
1: Uh, no, it is, especially none of it being questioned. <laughs> well, so that makes you the think then, is think everybody think in on it? It was,
0: right. Well, that or they're just idiots. It's. I don't know.
1: Well, OK, we already know that <laughs> we already know a lot of what they do well, that. Yeah, they can what be bothers very me is
0: that like value, value, is coming in with this sort of like same thing that we're doing, same thing that Alex Jones does. No agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's just it's like the the weird posse group of like, no, it's actually, you know, I think he realized because they're biased, they're biased towards Trump. And they see someone wave the fans at him, and they're like, "Well, obviously he thought smart. Like his head, you know, he had a change of heart all of a sudden." Yeah, it just it that drove me up a wall listening to that because then it's like you're not seeing the bigger picture and just looking back and with context that he wasn't a fan. So what changed? That's it. That's all I have to say about that rant. Okay, I have some WEF stuff. Unless you have something you want to pursue,
1: I think yours is more in line. Okay, mine is a completely different.
0: Um, okay, well, I will go into the World Economic Forum that happened in Davos last week. Uh, there is a few things, um, we can start first with, and oh, this will go into it, by the way, uh, election cycles around the world are happening, uh, this upcoming year. And so the World Economic Forum with Ursula Vaughn, I can't pronounce her name, she is the president of the European Union, Ursula, I'll look it up while we play this clip, but this is her doing her... It's an hour spiel, I had to cut it down, and it's still pretty long, but uh, here we go, elections.
9: These risks are serious because they limit our ability to tackle the big global challenges we are facing. Changes in our climate and our geopolitical climate, shifts in our demography, and in our technology, spiraling regional conflicts and intensified geopolitical competition and their impacts on supply chains. The sobering reality is that we are once again competing more intensely across countries than we have in several decades. And this makes the theme of this year's Davos meeting even more relevant rebuilding trust
0: okay my mistake on that i I, the one that is the theme of the of this year's world economic forum okay okay but um but they go into this conversation of what does trust mean building trust and why we should pay attention
9: it has never been more important for the public and private sector to create new connective tissue, because none of these challenges respects borders. They each require collaboration to manage risks and to forge a path forward. And this is what I want to talk today about.
0: Um, (laughs) Maybe I'll clip that part out.
9: Did Did you cut it short? Yeah,
0: I think I did. Here's the next one.
9: While governments hold many of the levers, to deal with the great challenges of our time. Business have the innovation, the technology, the talents to deliver the solutions we need to fight threats like climate change or industrial scale disinformation. Here we go. Europe is uniquely placed to show how this can work. Because our democracies and our businesses have interests that align. Creating prosperity, wealth and security for people. Creating a stable environment to unlock innovation and investment. And creating equal opportunity and freedom. And this is more important than ever as we start 2024 the biggest electoral year in history. Democracies across the world will head to the polls, and half of the global population will be affected. This includes over 450 million people in the European Union, a union of 27 democracies, where all of us have the right to speak our mind no, you don't. To be ourselves, <laughs> even if we are different from the majority. <clears throat> in a sure. democracy, it is the people with their choices and behaviors who pick winners and losers in the economic arena.
0: So it, it is very interesting to listen to her um, because they see a pressing need that election cycles are happening. Yeah. And we're trying to build trust. Uh what they later talk about, and I think I have this, oh yes I do, um, what they're, and I, you'll hear probably in another clip, but um, what they're trying to enable is this Digital Service Act by the EU. Um, this thing is horrendous. Um, the legislation itself is pretty much an open door, while well, they don't say it is, but when you read the actual documents that come out from this act, um, DSA for the EU is, is pretty horrendous. Here is TRT, Turkish radio television, um, explaining what, well, this is about a year ago that came out. Well, this is six months ago that came out, um, this, this new act by the EU. Um, mm-hmm. and essentially of how they might tackle misinformation and, and even spew your election, uh, or your, your voting opinion or your vote into, into a certain way that, is in their favor, right? Because uh, we have to track down what's what's misinformation.
3: The DSA is here, here to protect-
0: He did a really poor job of saying, he said it all in one flow, by the way. Yeah, what the, is- the, the DSA, it's DSA, just we'll go with that. DSA? DSA, whatever. The DSA is here, here to protect free speech against arbitrary decisions. And at the same time, to protect our citizens and democracies against illegal content.
17: If you're watching in Europe and own a smartphone, which probably applies to everyone, then you're going to start noticing changes over the next few months with new safety, verification and consent features. The DSA will force companies with over 45 million monthly users like Google, YouTube and Instagram to clean up its act in terms of its content moderation, user privacy and transparency. But this laundry list is still unclear over free speech. Most large platforms already remove lawful but awful content, but the lines are blurry for keyboard warriors on X, for instance. But even billionaire Elon Musk, who took over the Twitter platform last year and immediately butted heads with the EU over content, is agreeing to comply. While there's nothing new about sifting out fake news and tackling hate speech, uh-huh. hefty fines and punishments may help any firm found in breach could face a fine worth up to six percent of its global turnover and could be banned altogether
0: anyway that's that that is the that act in that that sort of back door
1: mm-hmm. not really even
0: a back door right they're they're essentially giving you the the heads up of like we're going to start looking at your shit.
1: Well, weren't they doing that already?
0: But this is more intrusive.
1: So, yeah. So what are the details of it? I mean, this sounds like every other just like every other thing that they've done. Well, the past it's, it's years.
0: now. No, that well, maybe in the U.S., sure. But it's it's a it's an open embrace of we're going to government potentially can censor uh, and tax uh, the individual and or the social media company um, for Watching or subscribing to things that aren't perhaps deemed are deemed appropriate by the government,
1: you can get taxed. That's what they said. Just to follow something. Well, no, they, I well, they thought ta- it. Will well, they
0: tax the social media companies?
1: Yeah, by by not, like being compliant to yes, what the. Correct. Okay, but the individuals though.
0: Well, the tax will be the the loss of liberty, right? That's the that's the heavy taxation on their end.
1: Okay, so okay, so you're saying that it's just going to be a more extreme version of what we currently have.
0: This is not for us. This is the EU I'm specifically talking about. It's already here. Uh okay,
1: but how does it compare to what the U.S. is currently doing?
0: Why am I comparing to the U.S.? Oh, I see. Because of election cycles. No, Um, no, no.
1: But how does it compare? Is it more extreme than what we currently have?
0: I would argue because they go into um, why their processes is perhaps the front line for the rest of the world to
1: follow. So it's got to be more extreme. Uh Yeah, they're doing something that we're not doing. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Let me play. I don't even know. They're both kind of, I wish I'd labeled them like a little little more. (laughs) A little better. Well, I have misinfo and AI, and I think they're under the same type. Um, Mm -hmm. So let me play misinformation.
9: For example, with disinformation and misinformation. And nowhere has there been more of that than on the issue of Ukraine. So let me provide you with some real information.
0: By the way, this, I, I believe if, unless the other clip says it, then she does specifically explain the DSA act, and then it leads into um, into what she's saying currently. So whatever I just summarized in that previous video is now going forward. Um, this clip is, is now explaining like why it's important.
1: Oh, OK. So they're going to use that as an example as to why it's yes. needed. Yes.
0: And the Digital Service Act, this isn't new. It's been out for a bit.
1: So why are they like, just talking here? about well, it Well, they're though. trying to
0: boost it up and explain why it's important and and it leads into the election cycles.
1: But is it? So it's already in place. Yes. So why does it matter if people buy into it or not?
0: Well, specifically of the elections is now what they're focusing on. Yeah. Right.
1: But would the elections really affect if this was in play or not? Of course. Because they can retract it? They can retract? Yes, of course. Okay, so okay, so they're trying to push towards this is a good act, basically go for anybody who supports this
9: act. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I understand. I see the connection now.
9: Russia is failing on strategic goals. It is first and foremost a military failure. We haven't forgotten that when Russia invaded Ukraine, Many feared that Kiev would fall in just a few days and the rest of the country within weeks. This did not happen. Instead, Russia has lost roughly half of its military capabilities. We don't know that. Ukraine has has driven Russia out of half of the territories it had captured. Ukraine has pushed back Russia's Black Sea Fleet And reopened a maritime corridor to deliver the grain to the world.
0: That's not true either. Russia said, that's that's cool with us. We'll allow it.
1: Oh, it was never blocked?
0: Yeah, it was blocked, but but the Russians weren't wanting to play ball. And then they reached an agreement. They compromised. Who would have thought?
1: So it wasn't just Ukraine who, like, pushed their way through it? No. Okay.
9: And Ukraine has retained its freedom. And it's independent, But aren't they still at war?
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're not free, Savannah.
9: No, no, no. I
1: know. But like retained, sure. But like they're still fighting.
0: I don't know what that... I'm going to keep playing. Okay.
9: Russia's failure is also economic. Sanctions have decoupled its economy from modern technology and innovation. Russia is now dependent on China. And finally, Russia's failure is also diplomatic Finland has joined NATO Sweden will follow soon and Ukraine is closer than ever on its path to the European Union and all of this tells us that Ukraine can prevail in this war but we must continue to empower their resistance Ukrainians need predictable financing throughout 2024 and beyond they need a sustained supply of weapons to defend Ukraine and regain its rightful territory. Obviously. They need capabilities to deter future attacks by Russia. And they also need hope.
0: So most of this, yes, I, I can see why this is confusing, at least initially. What, um, and it even starts that way. She starts off with elections and then misinformation. Mm-hmm. followed by AI and the tools that can be used to to have this um,
1: and then goes into uh, promoting Ukraine needs financial
0: well no no it goes elections misinformation Ukraine stuff and then why AI is potentially a scary factor and we need tech tech and businesses
1: okay so she's tying it back to the DSA now yes with your AI club I believe so well that's what your AI club let's is, see right.
9: Let me go back to the number one concern of the Global Risk Report. Yeah, even
0: her interview is like going all over the place or her her speech, which is maybe why it's I was as confused saying it.
9: Yeah, she's jumping around a different topic. She was
0: jumping around to different topics.
9: Let me go back to the number one concern of the Global Risk Report. Disinformation and misinformation. Tackling this has been our focus since the very beginning of my mandate. With our Digital Services Act, we defined the responsibilities of large Internet platforms on the content they promote and propagate, a responsibility to children and vulnerable groups targeted by hate speech, but also a responsibility to our societies as a whole. Because the boundary between online and offline is getting thinner and thinner.
0: I don't. I don't. What? I don't know how that's true.
9: What does it?
1: How? What does that even mean? I, how do you? How do you thin out the border between online and offline?
0: By making us all integrated, right? You can't be viewing your pornography online. You can't record it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you. You gotta be. You got We gotta know that you're watching it. Right, it's, so
1: it's identifying who's it's identif- doing what. Yes,
0: it's identifying who's so that doing it. So they it
1: can follow you forever. Correct. Like your identity. Hence, the is DSA
0: is much shittier. Right.
9: Okay, I see. But also a responsibility to our societies as a whole, because the boundary between online and offline is getting thinner and thinner. But they're and the, the values, ones who are making it thinner off- and thinner. Mm-hmm. They're they're the ones.
0: Who oh yeah, they're are, electing it to be. Uh,
1: but yes. but she's saying that that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But if they're the ones who are in control of that, then it's not a problem for them. Well, no, they're like They're
0: trying to push for further. They're they're going behind the shield of AI. Sure. Right. And and what but, it's, hence why we need the cooperation of businesses. And uh, individuals to really get together and tackle this issue of producing misinformation.
1: Okay, but how are they going to filter or how are they going to like...
0: You're asking me the te- the, no, the technical gonna use, aspect of things. Are they I, gonna, I don't know. Are
1: they going to use AI in the act no, in they're, order they're to filter just, no, through they're, everything? No, they're
0: just going to... No, they're not going to actually use AI, but that's the shield that they're, that they're behind. That right? That's
1: the bad guy? That
0: AI... It, is well, causing it, the problems. Hold on. So AI Sorry. can be used for... Um, you can get your own AI chatbot you can get the programming for one yeah and it's completely uncensored right if you create uh, an algorithm that you're like hey i need to know i need to look up this type of information um give it to me in these specific requirements and you can program it to do what you want right okay um it is then uh it is then available for you to use and have your own opinion but the scary part is that perhaps as they've mentioned before in the previous videos we played, that's misinformation. Maybe the AI chatbot is not being accurate, right? So hence why we need the scary part of things is that AI is, is a, is a monster that we need to tame. Um, and in doing so, we need to enable all these um, sensory features so mm-hmm. that you don't use it and, or you are not, skewed by other people sharing misinformation.
1: Yeah, they have control over <clears> what it, what the end result is, yes. what what it's spewing out. And it you.
0: just so happens to be that it's an election cycle upcoming, right? Okay, That's, so they
1: get a final say. Yes. They get to determine what is true and untrue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which uh, it has been the problem for the last, what, three years? No, uh, forever. This is not no, been for I mean, the last three years. No, this no, no, been not going on exclusively the last three years, but it's become a bigger problem the last mm-hmm. few years.
0: It depends who you're talking to. At least um, in the U.S. No, it started when Iraq. Well, this idea
1: of misinformation and who has the control, who gets to deem it misinformation. No,
0: it's it's happened before that. It happened okay. when Trump got elected. So this is well beyond three years. Uh, okay, let's play AI part two. I'm just saying, like you're you're just too. This is my point: is that the,
1: no, but there's been more conversation around it. There's been more discussion, conversation. I'm gonna play the next
0: clip.
9: And this is even more important in this new era of generative AI. Now the World Economic Forum Global Risk Report puts artificial intelligence as one of the top potential risks for the next decade. First of all, let's not forget that AI is also a very significant opportunity if Use yeah, in correct. a responsible way. Yep. Yeah, but who deems I have a tech it optimism. what
1: responsible is? That's
0: what she's she's saying. Businesses and leaders have to get together
9: to set out what to responsible set out what is responsible.
0: Is. And I, yeah. yes, and it only gets shittier from here because I'll play you more clips about this.
9: Okay. And as a medical doctor by training, I know that AI is read already revolutionizing healthcare. That's good. AI can boost productivity at unprecedented speed. First movers will be rewarded, and the global race is already on, without any question. It's on. Our future competitiveness depends on AI adoption in our daily businesses. And Europe must up its game and show the way to responsible use of AI. That is artificial intelligence that enhances human capabilities, improves productivity and serves society
0: it's it's okay it's gross to listen to (laughs) yeah and 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 when i mention ai being an election issue uh or misinformation issue now i'm not taking this seriously but just listen to how cbs portrays this
15: democrats in new hampshire are also heading to the polls on tuesday the issue is it doesn't officially count the Democratic National Committee has dropped New Hampshire as its first primary, instead rewarding that slot to South Carolina, in part because President Biden believes that state better reflects the diversity of the Democratic Party and the country. New Hampshire has a state law, however, requiring it hold its primary before any other state, so they're still going first. The results won't count towards the DNC's official presidential delegate count. There's also been an 11th hour wrinkle as CBS News has confirmed an AI-generated call is falsely telling Democratic voters not to vote in tomorrow's primary. Here's part of that false AI-generated call. What a
4: bunch of malarkey. We know the value of voting Democratic when our votes count. It's important that you save your vote for the November election.
15: I want to remind you again, that is a fake AI-generated call. But Skyler Henry, the kind of ai-generated content campaigns have been worried about Skyler henry just yeah. now mm-hmm.
0: that doesn't even News make cor- sense save no. your vote
1: for november you no, get no. two votes no
0: unless you're an idiot
1: but yeah so this is for the new hampshire that was primary yes, that doesn't even count
0: that's just the sheer example of like why potentially ai is a problem in their eyes right that that's the lame-ass excuse of like you could be there's a deep fake of biden you know, saying that he uh, individually
1: calling people. Yes,
0: correct. It, you <laughs> know, telling it,
1: them not to vote.
0: So we have to censor it because that might be misinformation. Right?
1: Even though he had a campaign, right, to be written in sure. for the New Hampshire ballot, yeah, which, but he didn't even. I mean, it was like they didn't even want New Hampshire; they sure. wanted South Carolina. But
0: that's not the point, though. That this isn't. Yeah, but the point is of how how quickly they want to censor. And take control and
1: well, they're showing that it's a problem and right. people can be easily. And so fooled, here is
0: right? here is the guard dog. Oh, actually, not even that. Here is uh oh yes no no let, let's do that. So here's here's the main the main uh the guy that says that we're all doomed if we don't if we don't get together and 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 get behind closed doors in Congress and and break out a deal which we still haven't heard yet. Um, here is Sam Altman uh uh Altman almond uh Sam almond uh uh, CEO of, uh, Chad GPT, I believe, or, um, whatever the company is under, uh, specifically. This is, this is at the world economic forum, by the way,
16: technology that's clearly very powerful and that we, we don't know, we cannot say with certainty exactly what's going to happen. And that's the case with, you know, all, all new major technological revolutions, but it's easy to imagine with this one, um, that it's gonna have like massive effects on the world and that it could go very wrong. Um, The the technological direction that we've been trying to push it in is one that we think we can make safe. And that includes a lot of things. It's, um, we believe in iterative deployment. So we put this technology out into the world uh, along the way. So people get used to it. So we have time as a society, our institutions have time to have these discussions, figure to
0: create a setup and a system, for us to monitor
1: set up regulation
0: set up regulate policies. well hold on Oh, yeah they'll get into it yep, uh, yep, yep how to yep, regulate
16: yep. this how to put some guardrails in place mm-hmm. um can you technically kind of put guardrails in write a kind of constitution for an ai system would that work if you look at the progress from gpt3 to gpt4 about how well it can align itself to a set of values um we've made massive progress there now there's a harder question than the technical one, which is who gets to decide what those values are, and what the defaults are, what the bounds are, how does it work in this country versus that country, what am I allowed to do with it versus not? Um, so that's a big societal question. No, it's you know, uh, one of the biggest. But the, from, the, from the technological approach, there, I think there's um, there's room for optimism. Although the alignment te- techniques we have now, I don't think will scale all the way to much more powerful systems. We're going to need to invent new things. So. I think it's good that people are afraid of the downsides of this technology. Uh, I think it's good that we're talking about it. I think it's good that we and others are being held to a high standard, and you know we can we can draw on a lot of lessons from the past about how technology has been made to be safe, and also how the different stakeholders in society have handled their negotiations about what safe means and what safe enough is. Um, but I I have a lot of empathy for the the general nervousness and discomfort of the world towards companies like us and you know our, our the other people doing similar things but it,
0: it's not them
1: it, <laughs> well they're just the ones putting it out well, there and
0: then also if they're so concerned why the fuck do they have an app store
1: that's my question like if this is such a terrible thing right. what it does this really outweigh the like the the benefits outweigh all of this fear well, and that in like if it's, risks. if
0: it's the end of humanity, as Rogan calls it, right? Yeah. And, and then, then why, why are we not?
1: Why do we need to embrace it? Why right. do and we instead, need to introduce and, and it? And
0: instead, we're commercializing it, right? <laughs> to right. the point where exactly. you can go to an app store and pick up a, a cool AI app that can send you to the metaverse or whatever.
1: It, yeah. Yeah, but uh-huh. exactly. Yes. I'm
0: gonna finish the next 30 seconds.
16: Just like, why is our future in their hands, um, and why are why do they, why are they doing this? Why do they get to do this? And I think it is on us. I mean, I believe, and I think the world now believes that the, the benefit here is so tremendous that we should go do this. But I think it is on us to figure out a way to get the input from society about how we're gonna make these decisions, not only about, you know, what, what the values of the system are, but what the safety thresholds are and what kind of global coordination we need to ensure that stuff that happens in one country does not super negatively impact another. Um, to, to show that picture, so
0: one world government, buddy. That's it. it <laughs> yeah. It, how we can all how we can all use it to keep us down. Keep the keep we'll the rest of the plebs the down. We all have the same
1: policy around yes, it, right. and it starts with the EU. Is yes. what the EU is trying to do. They be the first ones to release this set of regulations mm-hmm. and safeguards. You know. And okay.
0: in, and in case you're wondering uh, that you know this is all hokey pokey, uh, as someone called me. Uh, uh, um, Alt right as a joke. They don't actually mean that, but uh, but here is uh, Michael Evans, uh, CEO of Alibaba, saying something at Davos uh, Davos Davos um, just recently, last week.
10: An ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker Mm. stay tuned we don't have it operational yet but this is something that we're working on
1: why would you ever want to partake in that (laughs) they're they're gonna they're gonna, they're Mm -hmm. gonna
0: make us do it they're gonna make us do it
1: that's insane tracking what you eat where you go they just want you to stay in your house and eat tofu yeah like that's it
5: Mm
0: -hmm. eat bugs
1: That okay so and then what does it take into consideration right are you then regulated or you're restricted to just this amount
0: but it doesn't this yes and it doesn't and then
1: what happens then what you you you're punished if you go over and we we learned this we learned
0: this during the pandemic right that that during a a moment of chaos when when chaos is order is broken and there is uh
1: or there's fear of the unknown. There's fear
0: of the unknown. You then, will turn to what is considered safe.
1: Well, it's whatever you're told is safe, right? Yes. Because nobody else is coming out with anything that they're deeming as you know. It, it's somebody comes in and they say, "I can control this thing that you fear," mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. says, "Yes, please."
0: Mm-hmm. And rather- they don't
1: even realize how 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 much more restricted it makes them. Right. And you can't you can't retract that. No. You can't come back from it. As soon as it's there, it's there forever, and it just gets worse. It, yeah. So why why start it to begin with? Great,
0: <laughs> but not to fear. Uh, if we do have, uh, if if there is a need for for more help um, to potentially make us all enslaved into this uh, technocracy, uh, technocracy, uh, this <laughs> this technological society and yeah. its potential future, um, we we can always import a couple people that won't object to the issues at hand. That will just say, "Go for it. We're down for anything you offer. So long as we, as long as we get that, we're down to clown, brother. As long as we get that green card, everything's sweet."
11: The Supreme Court ruling in favor of removing sharp razor wire Ways installed by Texas in rivers along the border between U.S. and Mexico to five to four vote now clears the way for federal agents to actually cut down the wire, which administration officials have called dangerous and inhumane. Our senior Washington correspondent Devin Dwyer joins me now. <laughs> so Devin, the ruling uh, pretty much delivers a huge win for the Biden administration.
18: At least temporarily, Kira, this is a big deal for the Biden administration and that showdown uh, between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government uh, as the nation is experiencing this crisis uh, of unlawful immigration at the border. This deals with a 29-mile stretch of border in Texas along the Rio Grande, which you just showed some pictures of. Uh, And here's the order uh, that says the federal government can move forward with clearing away this Uh, razor wire concertina wire that was installed by the state of Texas now the federal government which has the authority of overseeing immigration policy of course federal border agents there said that this wire was getting in the way of their duties they said that they did not want it there they said it was dangerous and inhumane the Biden administration argued uh, in court cura that this was uh, infringing on federal authority to execute immigration policy Um, Texas said that this was necessary that uh, that the border is being overrun it's imposing costs on their state uh, all of that dispute is still being litigated in court but today the Supreme Court said in the meantime the federal government can move forward with removing this wire uh, reclaiming its control of that land uh, and that Texas will continue to have to argue its case in court uh, and it's a very active case in in what is uh, now becoming a very big dispute as the country grapples with this immigration crisis Kira
0: I actually think that that was a rather well balanced report um, that explained both both sides that it's it's not that um, it's not that you can remove the wire permanently, but we are going to keep it in place. Doesn't mean I think it's great. Right. Um, But here's CBS uh, breaking down the Supreme Court's ruling in Texas razor wire case.
10: The Supreme Court is now allowing border patrol agents to remove razor wire installed by Texas along the U.S.-Mexico border. The wire was put up to discourage illegal crossings. The Biden administration argued it hindered border patrol agents' ability to process migrants who are already in the country. In a five-to-four vote Monday, the justices overturned a lower Isn't that phone. weird?
0: What a to weird...
1: process immigrants. Yeah. And then he's, yeah, putting in his own... It was a, this is a weird on one and, and
0: in fact the next time they ran this story uh they really tightened up because so you can hear the guy that's on that's on the ground is 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 uh is nervous at least to, be, to begin with. Me too. What?
1: I uh, just from that previous clip um when she said the razor wire has been deemed dangerous and inhumane mm-hmm. It's as if it's doing its job. Yeah, right. Right? You know.
0: Oh, I thought that was NBC trying that was saying to, that. Oh, they no, both said. No, the previous it. clip. No, oh really? Not this
1: one. I don't know if they said it in this one. I don't remember. Uh, no,
0: I don't think they did. Yeah, but I think NBC was the one that I was gonna tag that that sort of joke ad, but I didn't even notice that ABC said that. Yeah, too.
1: dangerous and inhumane. Huh. That's the whole. That's why it's there.
0: Okay, let's to de-influence. Let me jump from to the. No, let's it. finish the CBS and then we'll jump to the other one. Okay.
10: Process migrants who are already in the country. In a five to four vote Monday, the justices overturned a lower court ruling preventing officials from taking it down. CBS News immigration reporter Camilo Montoya-Galvez joins us now. Camilo, tell us what the, why did the administration, sorry, why did the Supreme Court side with the Biden administration?
19: Good evening, John, from the Texas border town of Eagle Pass. This is at the center of this legal fight between the Biden administration and Texas Governor Greg Abbott. This is one of the sections, John, of the U.S.-Mexico border where Texas national guard soldiers, some of whom you can see behind me, have been setting up and assembling razor wire to repel migrants from swimming across the Rio Grande and entering the U.S. illegally. By suspending this lower court ruling, the Supreme Court is saying that the Biden administration can now... Remove that razor wire that Texas has put in place to process migrants on U.S. soil. This was a brief order that did not include a legal justification, John. But we do know that the administration had said and argued to the high court that this razor wire was obstructing and impeding Border Patrol operations, including efforts to process migrants who are already on American soil and to respond to medical emergencies. It's important to note, John, that once migrants get into the middle of the Rio Grande, They're technically on U.S. soil, and Border Patrol has no option but to process them and determine what those migrants should end up, what should end up happening to those migrants, I should say, whether they should be deported, released into the country, or detained for the adjudication of their cases. Texas, for its part, John, has said that this effort is designed to deter illegal border crossings. So what happens now? Can
1: Texas
10: challenge? Um, okay, this- they,
0: they go on and they will challenge it in New Orleans. But um,
1: Well, no one has ever mentioned that it's halfway through the Rio Grande that they're technically on U.S. soil. Yeah. Nowhere has anybody ever said that. That is true. I've never heard that. That as soon as they're halfway across the river, they're on U.S. soil and the Border Patrol has no choice but to process them. Right. I mean, okay, now I understand the need to not have... You know, more so the need to not have the razor wire there. Because if they're already there, short sure, legally, then you have to. It is pretty bone policy. Though. I think
0: Texas did put barrels with a razor wire.
1: Oh, no, they did. They started yeah. floating it. Mm-hmm. And it's like a permanent. But, I mean, they surely they have to have something under the water, right? Because then you're going to have I people trying to swim under it.
0: Well, I'm sure that, yeah. Well, here's NBC. All three are the same storylines, by the way. Um, yeah. See if we notice anything. You picked up on a couple of subtleties. They all sound pretty much the same.
4: The yeah. legal battle at the southern border over razor wire installed by Texas officials to stop migrants. The Supreme Court tonight giving the Biden administration a win in its effort to remove that wire fencing. Laura Jarrett is here. Notice Laura, how
0: he didn't say temporary. It, this is just this is.
1: Oh, it's a temporary ability.
0: The first one did. The first ABC clip said.
1: So wh- that, that's why I said what? that
0: ABC gave the most. Yeah, you got to hear it again.
1: The Supreme Court ruling in
11: favor of removing sharp razor wire installed by Texas and rivers along the border between U.S. and Mexico. to five-to-four vote now clears the way for federal agents to actually cut down the wire, which administration officials have called dangerous and inhumane. Our senior Washington correspondent Devin Dwyer joins me now. So, Devin, the ruling uh, pretty much delivers a huge win for the Biden administration.
0: Like, she, she sold it like this is a victory. and well, And yeah. this reporter didn't go with the flow of it which oh who she well, yeah, listen passed off to yeah listen
18: at least temporarily kira this is a big Six. deal oh. for the biden administration and that showdown uh between texas governor greg abbott and the federal government uh as the nation is experiencing this crisis uh of unlawful immigration at the border so this deals he, with it tw-
1: when he says temporary is it a temporary order Meaning that they can, t- for a, a short period of time, they're allowed they to cut to down? They need to remove it because or, they
0: haven't decided. Yeah,
1: but, but but they said they passed it. Just listen. No, but, or does he mean there's going to be something else that comes up that's going to, like, from Texas' this, like, retaliation against the well, Yeah, border. it's going to get appealed. Is that what he means but, by the use of temporary? Should we hear it again? Well, I don't know that that's really going to be answered. Well, then, It's yeah. more so what was the order that was passed, Like, what are the details of it? Mm -hmm. Is it a long standing, the border patrol will always have access, or do they only have access for a short period of time?
0: We can play the NTD clip at the end. How about that? Which I think does a better summary. Let's finish this one
18: 29 mile stretch of border in Texas along the Rio Grande, which you just showed some pictures of. Uh, And here's the order uh, that says the federal government can move forward with clearing away this. Uh, razor wire, concertina wire that was installed by the state of Texas. Now, the federal government, which has the authority of overseeing immigration policy, of course, federal border agents there said that this wire was getting in the way of their duties. They said that they did not want it there. They said it was dangerous and inhumane. The Biden administration argued uh, in court, cura that this was uh, in, infringing on federal authority to execute immigration policy. Um, Texas said that this was necessary, that, uh, that the The border is being overrun. It's imposing costs on their state. Uh, All of that dispute is still being litigated in court. But today, the Supreme Court said, in the meantime, the federal government can move forward with removing this wire, uh, reclaiming its control of that land, uh, and that Texas will continue to have to argue its case in court. uh, And it's a very active case in in what is uh, now becoming a very big dispute as the country grapples with this immigration crisis. Okay.
1: And now here's. Okay. yeah, the, so it could be changed. It could,
0: yes. That's that's what I was trying to get. OK. At. And NBC does their portrayal of the storyline. And remember uh, ABC CBS and NBC both all of them said that like it's a done deal. Yeah. And then victory. at least with ABC and I don't remember CBS specifically but at least with ABC they were like not so fast fuckers. Um,
1: <laughs> so that first clip was from ABC.
0: The one you just heard is from ABC.
1: Okay. And this next one is? NBC. The legal
4: battle NBC. at the southern border over razor wire installed by Texas officials to stop migrants. The Supreme Court tonight giving the Biden administration a win in its effort to remove that wire fencing. Laura Jarrett is here. Laura, what's the practical impact of this?
8: Lester, the upshot is that Border Patrol agents should be able to start cutting down or moving this razor wire that Texas officials had installed at the border, and they should be able to do it right away. Now, the Biden administration had gone to the high court over this, arguing the fencing is impractical and dangerous when migrants get stuck in there. The justices deciding to decide with the administration on this issue 5-4. to four. Texas had originally installed the fencing to prevent illegal border arguing the Biden administration simply hasn't done enough to stop the number of migrants coming over from Mexico. This case, of course, part of a much larger fight between Texas and this White House over border security. Lester, tonight, the state saying in a statement, this fight is not over.
0: Thanks for one. Yeah, warn- they didn't really. They didn't. Yeah, just
1: at the end there. It was at the, the end. It's not over. They're,
0: but who's listening to the first? Who's no, listening to the end portion? The, even the, the headline. the
1: collective message is they've won. Texas has yes, lost. Yes. And even
0: the headline, Supreme Court allows Biden administration to move border razor wire, um, which is true to some extent, but uh-huh. it's not the whole story. So then here's NTD uh, that sort of threw a threw a curveball at me, which I kind of caught me off guard.
10: And the border dispute between Texas and the federal government continues. The Epoch Times is in Texas, bringing us firsthand reporting. Meanwhile, Texas Senator Ted Cruz, giving a heated answer while speaking with NTD, In Washington earlier today, Anthony's Arian Pazdar has an update.
20: Homeland Security sent yet another letter to Texas demanding unrestricted access to Shelby Park. The department writes the state has alleged that Shelby Park is open to the public, but we do not believe this statement is accurate, adding that Texas continues to restrict U.S. Border Patrol's access to the park. Now the letter also cites a Monday Supreme Court ruling which says that the federal government is allowed to remove razor wire deployed by Texas. And on Tuesday, a spokesperson for Texas Department of Public Safety commented on this Supreme Court ruling while talking to our sister media, The Epoch Times. Watch. Uh,
2: Supreme Court decision gives Border Patrol the legal authority to cut the Constantino wire. Now, it doesn't change operations as far as with DPS or National Guard and what we're doing right now at Shelby Park. Um, there is still restricted access uh, to us u s border patrol to enter the
20: park texas meanwhile continues to install more fencing and razor wire <laughs> texas senator ted cruz on wednesday <laughs> told ntd he supports what state authorities are doing and so texas is stepping up to defend our state i'm glad we are but
6: the reason texas is doing so is because joe biden and chuck schumer and the democrats
20: affirmatively want this invasion the agency doesn't currently have a plan to take down the wire, although the administration went to court over the issue. So
6: the clearing process will start immediately, or how does that work? So
10: it allows us to have access to the border, so.
6: Okay, so no timetable right now? And nope. then that operation
20: is over?
4: No. Nope.
20: The Biden administration previously explained that Border Patrol needs unrestricted access to all areas in case of emergencies. That's for example to provide first aid to law enforcement or to illegal immigrants crossing the river, but they're they're
1: still going to keep the fence. Well, uh, okay, so <laughs> there's a few things there. Yeah. So uh, the court order gave them access uh-huh. to the bar the wire, yep. which gives them access to the border, mm-hmm. but they're saying they don't have access through the park, right? But they, how are they supposed? Okay, so. Can they get to the wire or not in the park? I guess is the thing. Right. Right. Like, do they need access to the entire park right. or do they just need some way to get in this to the wire? This feels like a
0: horrible distraction. Yeah. The, the more I'm listening to it. Well, it's this like, seems
1: like such an emergency to like, we need to get mm-hmm. this down quickly. And then they don't even have a plan in place to do it. And then I love that Texas is coming up right behind them and just putting up more. Putting up more. <laughs> I guess they weren't told that they can't do that. Right. So. <laughs> That's funny. And that's
0: DHS saying that that they it was They don't
1: a, have anything. They're not going to use it. Yeah, I mean they Watch
0: have it. this invasion. Sorry.
20: The agency doesn't currently have a plan to take down the wire, although the administration <laughs> went to court over the issue. So the clearing process will start immediately or how is that? Work? So
10: it allows us to have access to the border. So
6: Okay. So no timetable right now No nope. that operation is over. Yeah,
0: it, this is a major distraction.
1: Of course. No,
0: but but that's... It's
1: all phrased as Biden no, beat know. Texas. Yeah.
0: You know? It's very unusual. I, in the end of it, it was like when I... Maybe that's what I concluded when I listened to it last because it was like, so they're not going to do anything. So what what is no, the point well, of freaking out in the news? Exactly. And yeah. So this... What it distracts, I guess we'll have to...
1: Well, it also is telling people, hey, we care about migrants. We mm-hmm. care about their safety. We want yeah. them to be able to safely come into the country. Yeah that is true Uh, but that but but nothing is happening nothing changes texas just gets to put up more more wire and not have to deal with this anymore whatever Uh, that's funny oh my gosh
0: yeah okay uh you want to wrap it up
1: yeah i can wrap it up with a fun little clip
0: nice let's do it which one i i Uh, I think i can take a guess
1: yeah why don't you just play and i'll tell you if you're wrong
0: uh bowl scan
1: yeah all right Guys, what is going on? This is a local news station out of Vancouver. This is their headline. Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone are slated to perform at San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl matchup on February 11th. There are still eight teams left in the playoffs. How do they know that the Super Bowl is going to be the 49ers and the Ravens? Wait, wait, What? hold on. Just let it play. There are still eight teams left in the playoffs. How do they know that the Super Bowl is going to be the 49ers and the Ravens? Oh. What? And we're back at the Super Bowl logo theory. The logo is purple and red. The Ravens are purple. 49ers are red.
0: Yeah, that theory has been out for a bit that um, that the Super Bowl logo for the year is based on the team colors. You know, what's funny, though. The NFL is listed at, under the same titles as the WWE, meaning that it's a theatrical show. Really? Mm hmm. Yeah. Lawyers, uh, That that is the, the the when they when they apply for a business, that's that's what they're labeled under.
1: Whoa, mm-hmm. they're more I guess they are entertainment is not right. any Correct. sports
0: uh, like any kind of sporting we, organization we, we should reference maybe the MLB or, the tennis league or I don't know. Yeah, because it is a show, but
1: I mean in mm, the form of its entertainment, I guess so. But is it is it but like it's scripted? listening
0: to the same right.
1: Anyways, yeah, that that came out a few weeks ago, and obviously the Super Bowl has not That's been announced yet. That's a shame. Yet. That really
0: breaks my theory for uh, for Taylor Swift selling and, and, oh, no. uh, and Mr. Pfizer selling selling a, vaccines.
1: She why? Oh, because if he won the Super Bowl,
0: or, or was in the Super Bowl, right?
1: Yeah, well, she's well. A lot of people were thinking she was going to perform, but she's going to be in Japan at that time. So, oh really? She can't perform. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Damn it. So we got Reba McIntyre, which an Usher, that felt so random if that's and they have been slated in. Like they have been confirmed as they are the halftime show. They're locked in. Yeah, they're locked in. Locked in. Um but and apparently the teams that are playing are locked in too. So locked in.
0: And there we go. <laughs> okay. Uh the the wallet's still down. I'm gonna work on it this week. Um, do we have an outro that we've oh right. Uh I did have smooth jazz.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well, I guess.
0: Why don't you do your outro and I'll, I'll look for music.
1: I guess since the wall it's still down. I mean, they can still, you can still message us on Podcasting 2.0 point We apps, still need right? an
0: email, folks. We still need a, we still yeah, like send to hear back from someone that's um, not family.
1: Our email, in case you don't know from other episodes, is pleb2pleb.podcast at gmail.com. That's P-L-E-B the number two. podcast at gmail.com. Send us a message. Say hi. Unless you know us in person, then don't because <laughs> that would get our hopes up right see an email in there I'm sorry you just cutting me off no well that's it thanks for listening did you,
0: did you give the email out
1: yeah you didn't listen
0: one more time for, just for the group
1: pleb to pleb.podcast.gmail.com send us something anything 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 send us a monologue to a movie that'd be kind of fun your favorite movie Full script
0: you're listening to Pled Two Pleds, or sorry, damn it, uh, just Pleds.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm Savannah. And I'm Jorge. Thanks for listening. We'll
0: see you later.